Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right, we're about to embark on our next chapter of the Rugby Network, catching up with uh, former wonderful players and seeing what they're doing now. And joining us now, I'm pretty excited about this, he's... He played for Counties, he played for Canterbury, the Crusaders, the All Blacks, he went to France, he's done it all. Casey Laulala, welcome in, champion. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on the show. Mate, what a uh, what a playing career. I want to touch on your playing career for a start, really, because um, you went over to France um, after playing for the All Blacks and the Crusaders, incredibly successful here. What took you to France? Just a change of scenery? Well, I think, um, at the, you know, that time of my playing career here in Crusaders, um, there was a moment where Conrad and um, and Ma'a were obviously dominating the, the center positions in the all-backs. Um, and I thought I was playing some great rugby up to that point, but it was, you know, at some point in your playing career, things, things change, and um, no matter how well I played, you know, but credit to those boys, they, they're my good friends now, Credit to those boys, you know, they every time they put on the black jersey, they always turn up every single time. So um, that kind of changed my sort of approach with my career at that time. And then I had a young family and it was just a, a, an easy sort of a decision to, to, to make to go overseas and do a bit of traveling and, and play some rugby. How long did you play in France for? So before France, I was I played two years in in summer. Actually, my first club in Europe was in Calais, and Xavier Rush and Paul Tito were were, were there. Mm. So I spent two and a half years there. Uh, we had a great team. We did well in the in the Champions Cup, but um, obviously the the likes of Toulouse and Leinster were always sort of a little bit better. Um, and then after that, went to Munster for two years. Um, so you know, I was pretty pretty good in months as well. We, we made the the semifinals at well in the um, the Pro Four fourteen at that time, a Pro Twelve, mm-hmm. and then went to Paris, played for four years, coached one year, and then I had an opportunity to go and coach down in uh, coach the attack down in Toulon. So, but the family stayed in Paris uh, when I was down in Toulon, which worked out well because it was a lot of work. Um, me being a young coach and being thrown at the deep end of, of coaching. Fantastic. And um, you opened a restaurant in Paris. That's a dream, mate. That's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you find a bit of a brain explosion at the same time, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I can, you know, I can say to my grandkids that, uh, you know, grandpa, granddad opened a restaurant in, in Paris. Um, so, look, I really, really enjoyed Paris. Um, enjoyed it that much that I thought, oh, it would be a good idea to open it. It was supposed to be a cafe, but it ended up being 
a a restaurant um, just because the cafe scene wasn't as you know wasn't similar to what we have here in Australia and obviously you know um, in in the UK. So that cafe turned into a restaurant, and I still have it now, and it's ticking you know ticking along nicely. Um, you know, COVID hit and it was just complicated. But yeah, I, I still have the restaurant in Paris. Oh, brilliant. That That's awesome. So was the original plan, <laughs> before the COVID thing sort of happened, did you think you'd stay in France for for more years or did, did COVID upset that for you and, made, and brought you home? I think it was more the COVID um, side of things. I, you know, I was really, really enjoying the, the coaching part, um, part of the game at the time. And then... Obviously, COVID came along, and uh, me and and and, and the, my my wife at that time we were we were like, well, you know, it's the only time we can take the kids back home because the kids were at that age were starting school, and uh, and we were like, if we don't do it now, you know, we don't know when we're gonna ever do it. So, and and that's why it kind of brought us back to to New Zealand. You did a stint assistant coaching Canterbury. Um, that that's sort of a full circle thing for you, Casey. That um, it's sort of your provincial team, and then you came back and you're assistant coach. How did you enjoy that? Well, it was it was challenging. It was really really challenging. You know, um, not in, in in the rugby side, but also getting back to New Zealand. Um, the coaching style here is a bit different um, from what I was used to in 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 Paris, but in saying that, you know, I really, really enjoyed being back in Canterbury in terms of what gave me a lot when I was back here in, um, in, in, especially here in Canterbury. And so I really enjoyed it, but at the same time, but um, I started to sort of be another direction in terms of um, my career. And, you know, like it, it was, it was great. I'm glad I did it, but, um, you know, I think that's why uh, when, you, when you know something, is, you don't have the same passion or the love for something, you know, you quickly make a decision to, to move on and then do something that you're better off doing. And, of course, now your passion's taken you to, um, you studied your real estate, you got your ticket, you're doing a little bit of coaching at a private school, I understand, but now you're into it, up to your neck in real estate with Harcourt's gold <laughs> down there, mate. Are you enjoying that? Well, it's it's... it's it's awesome. You know, it's the same approach you have in rugby. The more you put in, the more you get out of it. And um, I had taken a lot of skills from, from my playing days, especially the sort of high-performance mindset um, approach. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. You know, I look forward to getting up every morning because nothing's guaranteed. You know, like you, you're unemployed if you're not doing anything. Yeah. So I just have that same mentality and and, and just really enjoying it. But, in saying that, you know, although I enjoyed uh, properties, that doesn't mean, I, you know, you, you're going to enjoy selling houses as well because it's completely two different things. Um, so I did go into the doing my papers knowing that this might not work out as well. But thankfully, it's turned out really, really well for me and I'm really, really enjoying it, meeting a lot of great people and also some, doing something completely different from, from rugby because up to this point, everything was... Um, has been has been rugby, which I'm really grateful and thankful of. Yeah, I'm looking at your skill set really, and just through chatting to you now, like 
you, you were part of New Zealand rugby. Um, then you went over to the UK. Then you went up to Munster. Then you went over to France and you're coaching. And it's like reintroducing yourself into new environments, making things work. And you, you might be there a year or two years and then you go again, you reestablish it again. And it's about relationship building. And I guess in the real estate game, it's relationship building mm-hmm. as, again, isn't it? Well, that's, you know, that's the, it comes down to the, you know, like you said, relationships. And you really get in there and then talk about selling the house right away. You know, again, it's my skill set at the time, you know, and I'm still building on that now as it was, was playing rugby. That doesn't mean they have the trust of giving me the, you know, $1 million, $2 million house to, to sell. So, again, it's just going in there well-prepared, um, building their, their rapport with them. And usually the, the usually at the end, it always comes down to, to the property. And, and when it happens happens organically, you know, things just happen normally. So it's, it's again, it's, um, you know, that, and I think that's why I love this side of real estate because you build those relationships, you build those trust. And, and the end game is, is that, oh, um, I'm willing to give you my my property to sell. So again, it's you know if you do it for the right reason, I think you won't go wrong, and um, you look forward to it every every day. Oh, Casey, it sounds like you've um, landed on your feet there, but not it hasn't been gifted to you. You've gone out and earned it. You've studied, and now you're putting in the hard yards. And I think that's just brilliant. Before we before we wrap it up, Casey, uh, I'm sure you keep an eye on the rugby and every midfielder we get on, we always ask them, what should the all-black midfield be, my man? <laughs> uh, I think, you know, Rico's doing a great job at uh, playing 13. You know, we love seeing that sort of outside break. Mm. Uh, again, with with um, with defense, that just comes with time in the, in the jersey, you know, time in the saddle. So, you know, knowing off, oh, what the player that he's like, he's um, he's a student of the game, and I think that's very, very important. You're constantly learning every every time, every lines, every trade that they that you do, you always oh how can I do this better? And I think just by looking from the outside in, they have their attitude. And obviously, the second five, you know, Leonard Brown will be back, and I think it'll be a good comp- it'll be a good competition to have with now uh, Jordy in that midfield. Um, but I still want to see uh, G. Russell Sheik get a bit more time in the jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's still got a lot to offer, especially those close contacts, um, sort of late footwork. Um, but again, it's it's all about spending a lot of time in, in 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 those positions because you know, for us, you know, we I, I played midfield all my life, um, so it's. It's ingrained in me the mindset that you go into to the games. Um, you almost don't have any respect for your for your body because that's the only way to to set the tone for the team. Because if the full pack is not going forward, you need guys that will step up and in, in, in the midfield that will go just give me the ball. I'll I'll give us a platform, get the forward around the corner, um, and then you know and establish the, the your your game through that way. And um, and I think. You know, there's still a lot of swap, swapping around at the moment, but I think uh, soon we'll find a, a, a midfield that we're, we're happy with. 
Yeah, brilliant. Awesome, Casey. Love catching up with you today. I know you're a busy man. You bloody be going out and you'll be studying houses and meeting clients. So Harcourt's Gold in Christchurch, have I got that right? Yes, Mark. Mark, I just want to say I've got these these uh, 60 apartments in Tikapo coming up. So if you guys from Auckland or anywhere in New Zealand want to have a holiday home in, in, in Tikapo, Lake Tikapo, oh. you know, backdrop of the Mount Cook, oh. you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great spot. It's only two and a half hours from Christchurch, so, um, you know, it's a little break, you know, it's halfway between Christchurch and... Wanaka and Queenstown, so it's, you know, get in touch if you're interested in uh, getting a wee spot down in, uh, in the paradise, and, in Lake Tikifo. And that's why you're going to succeed in real estate, Casey Lala. <laughs> Every opportunity, my man, I love that. Love <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Hey, good Cheers, man. Thanks, buddy. Likewise. Cheers. Thank you. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like... um polishing off this wine that's tough life's pretty good with a trex deck composite decking with no hard maintenance trex the world's number one decking brand